Hello, my name is Jagdeep Singh and welcome to the show that is about real estate and provides powerful local focus with a global perspective. Today we're going to talk about real estate investing. But before we go on, let me remind you to share this podcast with your friends and family. I know we're all very busy and reading time seems to be a luxury. So, I hope to bring you the critical industry updates in an easy to listen audio format. It is just another thing that I do for you to make real estate easy. Now find this and other future podcasts in iTunes. Under podcasts, click on business and search by name. Otherwise, send me an email to jagdeepsingh at trebnet.com and I'll send you a link via email. That's J-A-G-D-E-E-P-S-I-N-G-H at trebnet.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you automatically get the updates. So we're going to talk about real estate investing coming up in just a minute. Finding the right mortgage is imperative to owning your property successfully and making sure that you pay it off in the shortest time possible. Low interest rates are important, but don't let a low interest rate be your only focus. Did you know that other terms in a mortgage can cause the cost of mortgage to go up? What are your options to an early repayment? When you are ready to take on a new mortgage or ready to renew, which lenders have the best promotional offering? Know the answers to all these. Go to mortgageinnovation.ca and submit your name and phone number. I will get you in touch with someone who can help you. mortgageinnovation.ca Welcome back. You're listening to the show that is about real estate, providing powerful local focus with global perspective. And we're talking about real estate investing. Before we go on, remember to share this podcast and many other like these that are going to be coming up. Last I checked, this was the only real estate-related podcast available for Greater Toronto Area. And now that we're listed on iTunes under the business category, simply type in Realtor Jagdeep. That is Realtor Jagdeep in the search bar and click on subscribe. Let's talk about what I'm going to cover. There are three essential areas. Number one, profile, the investor's mindset. Playing field, that is the market conditions that you operate in. This is important as your approach will change based on the market circumstances. Positioning, your overall objective as an investor. Now, are you in it for an appreciation-based flip, a reno flip, buy and hold, or hope and pray? What is your exit strategy, your plan B, if you will? And last but not the least, the profits you expect. Some of us are unreasonable with the profit expectation and this does you more harm than you think. How? Well, more about this later in the show. Investing for the most part is fairly simple. A lot of my clients come to me with money that they have saved up. However, most of it is locked and held hostage in RRSPs. While there are tax advantages to this, you really have to take a cold, hard look and see if this is what you really want to do. Now, to me, this is passive investing that no doubt may have its benefits, but we're not talking about this today. What we are talking about is active investing, the kind you do outside of RRSPs and other tax-sheltered instruments. Here, you make money now. Money that augments your income from your day-to-day job. This is real time and you see reaping the fruits of your efforts as an investor way, way before you retire. Unless, of course, if you're already close to retirement age. Folks, 
we're talking about real estate investing. The beauty of real estate investing is that you can start at retirement age and leave a significant amount of wealth in your estate. There is no downside. The only bad thing you can really do is not to start. So, like I said, this is simple. You don't need a degree in economics. Don't be bogged down with technical analysis or try to qualify for a PhD in statistical analysis while researching the market. This is what I call analysis paralysis. Sit down and write about what you want to get out of your investments. Yes, I did say write it down. Writing is important. It is good to see your thoughts. And once you have everything written out, it will help you with your next step. Well, once you have written out your objectives and you have somewhat of a final document, talk to an advisor. An advisor can be a few different types of people. For real estate investments, you would obviously be talking to real estate professionals, someone who has an understanding of what investing is all about. It is imperative to work with someone who does it as a full-time profession, their only job, and has the experience. You wouldn't want to go to a doctor who also takes care of small claim court cases on the side, would you? Talk to a few realtors and please don't choose based solely on I knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy approach. Once you've decided who you're working with, this is the person you want to show your list to. From here on, the professional that you're consulting with should be able to guide you, including telling you some of what I am discussing here. Now, here's a word of caution. Everybody's brother-in-law or wife's friend tends to give advice Please do yourself a huge favor and don't let your mind be led astray with all this noise. If you think you should be concerned about something based on what you hear, bring it back to your advisor and let them decide for you. After all, you chose this person after putting in a lot of effort and critical thinking, right? The next professional is a tax advisor. You are in it to make profits and in real estate, for the most part, this is called capital gains. It should be important for you to know how your profits will be treated from a tax perspective. This will decide how much you really get to keep. So what should be your investor mindset? Just ask questions at the beginning. Ask questions at the end. And most importantly, ask this question. Is there anything else that I should know? Choose your team carefully and remember that you should not be the smartest person on it. Don't surround yourself with mediocrity. Most important of all, agility is vital as an investor. If you get an offer where you can make a quick nickel as opposed to a long dime, I say go for it. Market conditions will determine your approach. Take in the current state of affairs on the playing field and plan accordingly. When looking back, you should not feel that whatever you did seemed like a good idea at the time. Though a profit at the end of a transaction will prevent you from holding a regret about most past situations. Specifically in Toronto, there are several local phenomena that exist, sort of like micro-market situations, if you will, among different neighborhoods. In Toronto, we have lots of people coming in and settling in the city. The number has been close to 100,000 people being added to the area. This has been on for a few years and is bound to cause an upward push in all market segments, bringing you opportunities just as diverse as the city itself. Experienced investors will start by reviewing the statistics and then drilling down to physical surveys of the area of their investment. You don't want to rely on stats alone, as they just serve like a barometer, something that registers or responds to fluctuations, sort of like an indicator. It is you or your advisor who has to interpret those indicators and make a reasonable judgment regarding the next step. By the way, here's another piece of unfiltered advice. 
please, please do yourself a favor and don't go by what you hear in the news. Recently, the press seems to be having a field day promoting pessimism, which makes you wonder, does the news make the press or the press makes the news? It seems that the latter seems to be happening a lot lately. Real estate is and always will be a great investment in the long term. All of this will lead to the questions, what next? Where do you start? What is that first transaction? Or if you have been investing for some time, how do you change course? More importantly, why do you change course? Answers to all of these go back to the part we talked about first, your objectives checklist. Sort of like a business plan, this document is a live document that evolves every so often. This is where your next steps will come from. For example, if you're already buying, renovating, and selling properties, then it is time for you to start holding on to, let's say, every fourth or fifth property. If you do, then you have to start thinking about property management and learning something that you may have never encountered before at a professional level. Starting out, get an accurate financial assessment. In case of a lower investment amounts, real estate leveraging is going to serve you well. Buying with little cash down and flipping it as soon as you can. This approach will help you create and get a cash pool going, which in turn will create the capital necessary to mature as an investor. Now, I promised earlier to talk about why unreasonable profit expectations is not good for you. Well, here's why. By having an unreasonable profit expectation, you're doing yourself the biggest disservice. Any transaction you contemplate is not going to have the numbers that you're looking for, and that will prevent you from making progress. Investing is not trying to rip people off or to hoodwink them out of their assets. It's quite the opposite. You want to try and put yourself in a position where everybody wins. When buying, please do not be unrealistic with the purchase price either. I'm not saying that you shouldn't look for a great deal, but statistically, a purchase price that is lower than the market average is not always going to be available. So here's the other drawback. And here is the other drawback with that. If the profitability of an investment model is solely based on an unrealistically low acquisition price, then what you do after you buy isn't good enough. Let me say that again. If the profitability of an investment model is solely based on an unrealistically low acquisition price, then what you do after you buy isn't good enough. You see, the various components of the entire process should contribute to the overall transaction and thus drive profitability for you as an investor. Overall, a good investment model is the one that is scalable. In other words, you should be able to take it and repeat it again and again and generate some profit every single time. So, there you have it. Wish you all the best and happy investing. You have been listening to the show that is about real estate and provides powerful local focus with a global perspective. My name is Jagdeep Singh and I wish you good luck in however you may choose to start your real estate investing. Thank you.